0: Thanks for tuning in to this special Fashion Month edition of the Glossy Podcast. I'm Jill Manoff, Glossy's editor in chief, and today I'm being joined by Maria Buccellati, co owner and CEO of Faith Connection, the 20 year old fashion brand that is hosting a Paris Fashion Week show on Wednesday. Last September, I spoke with Maria at the brand's showroom overlooking the Eiffel Tower, and she told (laughs) me about the brand's plans to establish new retail partners, launch more collaborations, go deep into Web3. So I wanted to check in on the status of those plans, plus get the scoop on the brand's Spring 2024 show up. Oh. Ah, that's especially because it scrubbed its Instagram clean with only promotions for the show and statements about a redefining season remaining on the Instagram. I want to learn all about that. Welcome, Maria.
1: Hi, thank you, and welcome to everyone that's listening in. I'm um, I'm really excited, you know, I think I've been in fashion for three decades and um, the last couple of weeks have been very inspiring. One, because um, I launched our platform of Faith Tribe, which is the tribe of faith connection. And it's about all of the creatives that we work with and the ones that we are going to incubate in the future, which are thousands, because the platform is going to give possibilities to these creatives to digitalize, to make their brands uh ready for the future give them utilities that do not exist for others in in a in a space like what we've created which is almost like uh taking uh a, a ride into and plunging into what you can do with your collection and your creativity in the future um so exciting that's that launched like 2 weeks ago digital fashion week new york city i was super excited about that. We launched four ambassadors on the web and we launched two in physical. So we have become a digital brand, as you know, Jill, and we were discussing this in the future, how we were going to do that. And it was so exciting because we could bring in the physical world into the digital world, which is so important today. As we see, we're all on web three and we are all using only these instruments to connect, to share, to make business, to actually Meet people, to find new creators, and to find uh, producers and onward. So, today I'm very happy to announce that we've launched Faith Tribe Market.io, and everybody should check it out because it's really going to give utilities for the future and for designers, creatives, artists, Spotify kids, and um, people in the creative mood that want to create something and want to take it to the next level. So we're able to do that due to the fact of going back to the physical side, Faith Connection has been a physical brand that has brought together iconic members from the Christophe de Carnan, to like new emerging artists, to artists that have their own brands, to artists that work under Dolce and McQueen and big brands, but they never have a way to actually show who they are because they're working under big brands. And Faith Connection has been a brand that has always given and nurtured artists from all sorts of types, from all sorts of countries. So I call it the United Nations of fashion, (laughs) <laughs> Apart from that, <laughs> we've been able to put them together and create faith connection, which is a multi-brand in a brand, and that's our real uh, statement in business and in fashion. Is that we're able to come to put together a collective of people working to create a one on sh- one show with all these diversities, like a multi-brand in a brand. So when you go to the multi-brand, you see all these different designers, but then we're able to put them to work together. And under the lead of Christophe, which is great, because he has headed the style and the image for the brand, and he has worked very closely with me from the beginnings to today, Um, it's been a big challenge. We went through COVID, we survived, we started again, and here we are, we're starting out to get together with all of the stores around the world, doing great pop-ups, doing digital pop-ups, because we're planning to do a very interesting one that I keep a secret yet for a next talk (laughs) in America. And uh, yeah, and we're right ready to go for our runway show tomorrow. It's at 4.30 p.m. in Paris. Um, We have overload of guests. As you see, I was talking to my whole press team. We have all the journalists from around the world. They're so excited. Um, We have... You know, we have something that is going to change really uh, the dynamics of fashion. It's an ecosystem. You know, we are sustainable by giving these jobs to these emerging artists and creators that have been under other brands but they have been silenced, like they have been unknown and we're getting them out there and we're being able to build their businesses, mentor them and give them the possibility to enter also our platform, which gives them the possibility to grow in a metaverse zone, meaning using all that digital power that we all know it's so important today. And we've been seeing brands growing, we've been seeing the business of art, fashion, music, I mean, our last uh, real incredible uh, mentorship was a Spotify kid. He's 15. He was from uh, California. He is the new Justin Bieber. His name is Gavin Magnus. And basically, we were able to give him possibility to be on the cover of the top magazines in France, in Paris, be part of our fashion show, do an event and a show. Um, that actually uh, gave him such a lead in a European market that he didn't have. And, uh, you know, we incremented his work, we incremented his awareness. We brought him to a different level. He was just a kid doing TikTok. So this is where we can work highly with these young artists from the music world, from from the design world, from, you know, we're just also another thing is that we're going to soon be in a few months and the digital fashion week of the jewelry fashion week. So we're doing jewelry. We're doing accessories. Yeah. So that's in the platform. The platform will be catering to all types of artists. We don't have a one type. It's not just fashion. It's creativity. music.
0: Yeah. It can be anyone. So your platform is the, the engine that's pumping everything, getting everyone out there via social media, your shows, what have you? And what is your take on current take on like the creative director? Do you have a main creative director, or you just see yourself as a collective, and you are here to open the door? Yes. So first of all, we see each other. We see we see our brand
1: as a digital brand. It's a digital brand, meaning that that doesn't exist. We're the only digital brand in the world. It doesn't exist today. We have been able to create that. Why? Because we immerse the fidget the physical to, to the digital. And today we are a tribe of creators. So yes, we have a lead of image and style that is from Christophe, but we do rely on the creativity of the tribe. So it's very important that the collective is the one that is actually delivering uh, that creativity and the emerging newness of everything that's coming in. It's not just the creative director. And the creative director doesn't want to be the show guy. He doesn't want to be the Olivier or anybody like that. He's the guy that has that thread of magic that can put all these guys together and give them that touch that makes it work. So the style and the image is what counts. So here we're seeing style and image is what makes everything work. It's not the creative director. It's a style and image. It's the way you see it. It's the way it's styled. It's the way people perceive it in the market. And that's what's important because at the end, fashion all looks kind of the same, but it's the styling that makes the difference. We've seen that in brands that have just taken off the label and put another label. And you don't know, it could have been Zara and it could have been Balenciaga, right? It's just about... (laughs) The styling, yeah and so the the big big point in all of this i have been three decades in fashion i am doing something with a purpose this is not about selling another piece of clothes this is not about making a multi-million dollar business it is really about mentorship it's about purpose it's about sustainability making these designers work in a very easy way where they can save and not spending like in the digital jewelry week These designers don't have the money to buy all the stones, so they can digitalize their designs and create their jewels digitally without even having to buy the stones until they sell the product. So this is the same case scenario. We can create clothes from the digital production until the final production. So they can already start selling from a digital version and get all their sales and then pay their production.
0: Oh, and that's interesting. That makes sense. So this is very new. This is like the, the registration was a few weeks old. So will this be represented on the runway at this point? Uh, the runway is going to be our top
1: of the line collection with our tribe that has been working in the house for the last you know seasons. And we have always newcomers. So we also access... Brands that are already in the market, like Bao Bao, like Fanny Shavani, like we have different really cool brands that are collaborative and they are come out as collaborations with the brand. So we highlight them. So what happens? We're incubating. So their their customer becomes our customer, our customer becomes their customer, and our awareness integrates. It's about the immersion. It's about being inclusive today. It's not about a one-man show. The brands that are not using digitalization, that are not going to the future, at the end of the street, they're going to disappear. We need that. We need that future. We need that um, that uh, touch of what we can do without having to consume. You know, and that's where mm-hmm. we go into sustainability. So it's made. Product made on demand. So we produce on demand for our platform. This is how we work with the new designers. We give them and mentor them into that sector. For our own brand, we're making collections. So we're selling them to the stores. So we have still the old model and we are immersing in selling the product by doing uh, pop-ups around the world digitally, where you actually see yourself in a mirror you wear the clothes, you decide to buy it. There's your size and then you can go on. We're actually working on this. That's the next story. I can't tell you everything. It's a secret story, but <laughs> I will tell you as soon as Great. I sign it off. But that's coming yes. soon. And you got to be there because you have to. It's in America. And I will yes. tell you all about that soon. But now we're Let's very excited. And that. tomorrow it's a big show and we have all the press coming. And we're it's it's so exciting. We're really going to
0: yes. do a big uh, how can I say Bam, bang into the fashion system I love this tell me first of all last time we talked um, and you mentioned um, America just right right now the U.S. market that was a big target and you told me that um, you were formerly at Barney's before it shut down and then you were kind of you didn't have a presence during the pandemic you were kind of inching your way back in you had Ikram I think you had Inter- Intermix some of yes, these other all retailers all Yes. Tell me the the status. I guess you're still um, looking to grow in the states. Is that a big a big objective? Absolutely. Yeah,
1: we're looking to grow in the United
0: States. We are looking actually in various directions.
1: A lot of the online is what is really empowered right now. We're looking strongly to work with uh, partners that believe in our product that give us highlight that you know uh, give also the designers that we're incubating their space. So I do. I can't mention yet who we're going to be at because I'm not sure yet and I can't divulge it, but we're definitely looking into majors and special boutiques
0: and then doing pop-ups nice. around America between LA, Texas, Palm Beach, New York, and Miami. We also talked at the time. I mean, Web3 is not everything in the world is not one and the same, but you, you had believed in um, NFTs in a big way. What's your take on that now?
1: Well, yes, we did. At the beginning, we were all talking about that. Today, I think I think NFTs are uh, have m- gone into a different sector where actually creativity is helping NFTs. Before, NFTs were just the NFT, but you need creativity with a purpose. So I think NFTs are great when there is a purpose. For example, if you're helping a tribe, like if you have a tribe uh, in Brazil that does beautiful jewelry and we incorporate them, we do work with tribes and we do work with like, uh, different countries and their specialties. So like if you enhance that and you create an NFT to empower it, I think that has a purpose. I've seen this lately in actually Seoul Fashion Week. They did a couple of events like that by honoring the Yamanawa tribe. Uh, and it was more a part of an impact story than not just a, a normal fashion story but I think it's very important. But like, I think that that has changed a lot. The NFT stories have really revolved into um, more having a
0: purpose behind what it is
1: to be yep. able to
0: sell it. We walked into this meeting you were having where you were talking about um, <laughs> who's going to be at the show, like you're naming some press and um, you're you're in the swing of things. Tell Set this the scene um what's going on right now in your studio
1: oh my god like my studio like here's the board of models all these girls have been here today um we're like uh, styling the clothes we are putting every look for the sh- runway uh it's one after the other i have production team press team everybody in the house we're all like preparing for tomorrow it's so exciting you know i can't wait to send you the videos and everything yes. so you can Show everyone all we are doing and all we're preparing. So, like, are you gonna sleep tonight?
0: Is it gonna be an all nighter? (laughs) Oh, fantastic! You were telling me about your unique, unique models maybe non traditional models or not expected models. Like, tell me about your model choice street
1: models. Like, we're taking people that look like cool people in the street. We're not like taking the Virgin, the Victoria's Secret girl. It's all about really cool, normal people that just have that energy that they look special and they have like that energy you know so you're looking at like I don't know I'm just looking at some of the girls look you can see they're very simple normal women and basically we want that kind of girl to be fresh you know like fresh exciting like novel like like that girl, you walk, you know, you're walking in the streets. Wow, that, that looks so cool, you know, and the way they're wearing <laughs> and the way they're walking. It's just not about the model of before. Today, it's not about the supermodel. When in my times, I was a supermodel, but that doesn't yes. go today. It's about a real cool freshness and that makes the vibe of the clothes. Of course, they're all skinny and tall and, you know, they all look modelish, but they have faces that express. Reality, we don't have to be someone we're not. It's about being the truth, being the who we are, being natural and being who that persona is. So it's more about a persona than taking a girl, making her up and making her look like glam girl, Victoria's Secret Runway. You know, it's that's very passe. People don't want to look like that. People want to look. I mean, it's all about cool kids and cool, cool cool everything you know it's cool fresh and exciting
0: yes well tell me about the importance um i guess the investment in fashion week um and why it's worth it for you
1: well because it is a moment where you can have an immersion with a lot of press because they can come and see you can share it's a lot like it's the moment where you can you can share you know what you've been creating and everybody is here so you have to take advantage of doing that at the moment that is right i don't believe so much in going always into the fashion system i always like to outreach because you know me i've been telling you i've been going to cop 27 davos and doing different things to talk about the brand and the platform but for me a fashion week it doesn't have to be always the same place but it it needs to be done because the certain buyers and the audience is there so you need the audience and the audience has to be behind you
0: and having been in the industry for a long time like how would you describe the the evolution of this event um and maybe who attends who's there why it matters to this day to oh
1: it's super exciting yeah you have to have all the press and then you have to have the influencers and then you need all of the uh followers and investors and it's just like a mix you know you have like you have all this kind of uh it's like a lightning moment, you know, you just it all happens in a minute and it's so quick, like a wedding <laughs> when you celebrate. <laughs> and just like that energy is so special and so vibrant, and it just makes everybody want, you know, what you're sharing. And sharing creativity of all these amazing artists is the most important for me. Like, I think that's what makes me more emotioned about everything, making these artists. Um, you know, resonate and come out of the box.
0: If you looking back at this show, like what will say this was a success in your eyes? It will be about communicating your message about um, the new direction of the brand with this amazing tribe. It will be about building content. What else matters? Ah, I mean, the important is the results. That's the most important. We'll see tomorrow
1: how everyone perceives uh, the collection and how they uh, absorb it and how the reaction of the the of our partners and the clients, the final clients. This is what's very exciting. And this we'll only know a few days after with the press and with all the images and the videos and all of the Instagram that's coming out with all the pieces that we're going to present in the next uh 24 hours.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, you have your work, work. You have a lot ahead of you. This was so good taking the time. How are you keeping your your <laughs> energy up? Your <laughs> I mean, just what you do inspires you. How would you describe like how you're surviving right now?
1: Oh my gosh. No sleep. No, I mean, <laughs> he, there's a lot of things that are like uh it's a complicated thing. <laughs> I don't know. With it's like it's a few days that are going to be like this, like non-stop people. Look, I can show you like <laughs> like yes. dressing and uh testing and energies of all these different people that come inside of our world and we share and we're going to use their images and their personas to reflect who we are and we're going to I mean, I don't know. It's so exciting. I mean, it's always an exciting moment when you have a show. It's like the moment of sharing what you believe in.
0: Well, last question. I mean, outside of your own show, maybe if you've had time to observe other, uh, what else is happening throughout fashion month, starting with New York, is anybody, any other show or any other um, event caught your eye? Maybe uh, another brand that's um, doing something right in your eyes. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm really excited about new brand so i'm seeing a lot of amazing creativity coming out of colombia and brazil so i learned about a few very exciting brands that we're going to launch in the future apart from that i think i went to a show actually with my friend chris birch to a show called studs and i thought it was amazing i really loved it i thought it was very interactive and i liked it felt very european and it was a new york brand based out of new york city it was quite interesting. I enjoyed that show a lot because it had a diversity and it was it was done very, very well. That was one that caught my eye. Um, I'm liking very much what Ralph Lauren is doing. And um, I like these new brands that are coming out like from Colombia and Venezuela. I, I can't really tell you all the names now, but we're definitely going to collab with them. And those excite me a lot because they've still not been seen by the market. So they're very small market. Zones. Oh, look, it's so beautiful. <laughs> just wanted to see, show you one of the looks of the runway over there. It's so cool. So cool. Jack is in blazer. And, and oh uh, yeah, what do you think so, yeah, go ahead. New York was great, but you know, New York for me, I have to say, I was very involved with the United Nations and I'm working on a big project with UN to bring community together in the brands and with our platform, bring all the countries together, like a UN of designers, and that's something that we're talking with the head of trade and this will be for the next UN and so that was a very exciting exciting time I spent a lot of time with ambassadors and presidents during the UN uh, week and it was you know between peace day and then actually there was the Brazil invasion and then after that it was you and again was like talking about about The youth and how we're going to help them in the creativity and to sponsor them and to mentor them. So there was very good conversation that I, I enjoyed. So Fashion Week was immersed with UN Week. And that was what made it very special, because it was just not about just fashion, but it was about the world and how we're going to make it a better place by working in a better space and being able to even make fashion with purpose. Well,
0: I definitely think you're taking an important, unique approach. If one thing if from your show, do you think there's going to be a moment like this will run after your show that everybody's going to talk about or that will be the highlight or that you're excited about?
1: Yes, I think definitely there's these incredible metallic dresses that I've never seen in my life. Mixed with lace, they're amazing.
0: Nice. I can't
1: tell you how beautiful they are, and um, I think those are going to be the hit. And then they're going to talk about who's going to be there, and we have very special guests that I can't announce because then maybe they won't come. So <laughs> until it doesn't happen, I <laughs> don't can't jinx say, it. But we have a very special guest, and those two things are very key, and the whole styling of the pro- of the project, and Alexander Bertrand, who is someone I believed in in the beginning which is a young designer that I gave him the possibility to design and create his pieces between Laura Hashe, also, who is a, a girl that I has, I mentored from the beginning and has worked on my side as far as COO head of operations. And she's doing the most amazing job by curating all these designers and following them and mentoring her, her time and her energy and her space. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things happening. Yeah. And I'm really excited. And especially also for, all the incredible uh, imagery and styling that Christoph is putting inside of it.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, can't wait to see. Maria, thank you for making time for us. This was fantastic.
1: Thank you. I'm sorry I had to change the time, but
0: like we did it. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We made it work. Thank you so much. From Paris with love. That's all for this episode. Our theme music is by Otis McDonald. If you liked this episode, be sure to share it with someone else you think would. Thanks for listening to the Glossy Podcast.